little clap. Hello, hello, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Kendall K. Howard back here again with another episode of Trey Ball. This time I'm coming from the comfort of my room, as you can see. Uh, light ain't as good in here, but oh well. We're doing everything on the fly and new and different. It's a new COVID world, and I'm adapting to it. Anyways, uh, there's a lot. Oh, this is my Louisville cover that I have on UK's campus. <laughs> I don't. I am. I do go to UK, but I am still a Louisville Cardinals fan, thick and through, through and thin. Don't know how that saying is supposed to go, but you know exactly what I mean. Um, this is also the new microphone that I was telling you all about that I was gonna get. I have the stand over here, but since I'm over here sitting in the comfort of my chair, my Louisville chair, I just decided to go this way with it. So, there's a lot going on right now. There is a divide within the within the NBA, and of course, there's Team LeBron, and there's Team Kyrie. Let's get straight into it. So, it started off uh, a little bit last week as... Uh, calls as they was doing like a uh, group calls, Zoom calls, like the players were talking to Commissioner Adam Silver and uh, Michelle Roberts, who was the executive director of the National Basketball Players Association, uh, Robert Kempler as well, a bunch of other like different type of organization stuff going on in the NBA. They was talking, and it was brought to their attention by Kyrie Irving and some other players, mainly led by Kyrie Irving as well with Avery Bradley, uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, Lou Williams, who's kind of voiced the same opinions with these players as well. There was a poor saying that Donovan Mitchell was one of those players where, but he came out and denied that <laughs> instantly on Twitter. Uh, play, so, Team LeBron basically, or just most of the NBA, they want to play. They want to resume play. Let's get it going. But Kyrie, excuse me, has suggested the idea that he doesn't that he feels like there are issues that need to be solved right now in order, well, before play is resumed, actually. Um, he actually said on a call, uh, he said, I don't support going into Orlando. I'm not with this systematic racism bull bleep. Something smells a little fishy. Uh, and then he also says on a call with players, he said, I'm willing to give up everything I have for social reform. So he's basically, he's been out, he's been withholding his play or just, resume play which kind of is weird to me because he's at least from what has been told he is injured he took a he had a shoulder surgery i want to say in february or march so i don't even know if he would be playing in the resume nba season anyways but uh it has been said that well he has said that he doesn't feel comfortable playing because there are bigger issues going on in the world which is very much true he has a great and valid point with that but he well, let me just read this. I'm going to get into my opinion afterwards. So, um, after that, like, like like I said, LeBron James, he has said that he is all four seasons starting as well as other players. Now, keep in mind, Kyrie Irving is the vice president of the NBA or the National Basketball Players Association with Chris Paul as the president. So, this is kind of like a house divided here. And with him going on record and talking and speaking these opinions out, even after being spoken to Adam Silver and the other board of committee for the NBA Basketball Players Association, it seems that Kyrie is acting out on a limb on his own and just speaking for himself 
and others who feel the same as he feels him and Avery Bradley has came out and said that they are talking for a faction of players who feel like they are uncomfortable to maybe even come out and, and make this stand on their own. So he is not alone in this, but a lot of people have been getting on him, and I'm going to get into that too. So there was also a thing that came out as well that said that Kyrie Irving, this, this literally, this came out today. This was This came out today. They said Kyrie Irving proposed in a group chat with Nets that players should start their own league. I'm going to read that again. They said Kyrie Irving proposed, quotation marks. This was released by Bleacher Report, an official NBA news source. Per S. Bondi, NYD, I don't know who the actual person is right now. Maybe I should have actually looked and see who that was. But that's besides the point. He proposed in a group chat with Nets that players could start their own league. And Theo Pinson, who is a, a player on the Nets as well, has came out and said that this is false news. Because, I'm going to go straight into it because this is the main crux of what I want to talk about today. So, uh, just throughout this whole week, it has been portrayed that Kyrie Irving is looked upon, or they are portraying Kyrie Irving to be the bad guy here. Because although he has taken a stand and he's opposed to the league resuming, which everybody's been craving for NBA play since his last game on March 11th, he has, a like I said, he has a valid point for one to not play, but he's not coming off as radical as some news outlets is making him see as. Um, there has been talks, like literally talks, no arguments amongst players about what's going on and the coalition that Kyrie Irving has led uh, people have making it seem like this guy is a radical, like this rebel, just saying, f- bump that, forget everything they trying to say. We don't need to play. No, that's that's not the point of what he's trying to say. He 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 doesn't want to play, but he's not going about it in a radical way. He's just trying to come into conclusion to where, which I think it could be met because it's. I feel it is it's simple for them. They can play. And not even just for my own selfish reasons, because they need to play. Because one, it will ruin the CBA deal if they don't play. Two, it benefits them as players because they'll get money to play, and they'll be able to use that money to donate to charities and other resources to help benefit this cause going on uh, with the system with systematic racism and police brutality, and just the Black Lives Matter movement taking front and front page right now. They they can donate with the money that they play. Or use their platform of playing games to address these issues, which I feel like they will do, and I feel like they will come to that conclusion. I just think he's just kind of, I think it's just kind of like a, just a misunderstanding of what's going on, and some players are just not. I mean, like I said, they not they 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 have a good cause, they have a good reasoning for not wanting to play, but in the, but in the long term, it makes no sense for them not to play. If because it's hurting themselves by not playing, and I just don't like how we're getting to the point now where, cause what the heck is going on? Anyways, we're getting to the point now where Kyrie Irving is just seen as a bad guy. He always been painted ever since the whole debacle of him leaving Cleveland and why he left. The media has. Picked Kyrie Irving as just the antagonist of the NBA. If you really looked at how they portrayed him, me, I'm a Kyrie sympathizer through thick and thin. Uh, maybe not when he was talking about this whole flat Earth theory. I, I couldn't agree with that. <laughs> I, I could not agree with that. But everything, like uh, everything else, I've been talking about how 
oh, he should have stayed with LeBron, and he don't want to, he just want to be his own man, which makes sense. I mean, hey, God feel like he can be his own man. Okay, he led the Celtics to become number one seed in the East. Granted, they didn't make a deep playoff run without him, but he played a big part of them getting to that point. Then the next season, we know we seen how that played out, and then we seen this past season. With, well, this season currently with the Nets, how that how that is playing about, and how people are saying, or how you've seen the rumblings, even with that, they were saying, oh, Kyrie Irving is causing disturbance within the Nets locker room. Like, it's just, the media is constantly painting this guy as a bad guy. So, with him doing this and stepping forward, it doesn't, and him talking about his opinion of why he doesn't want to play right now, it's getting to the point now, as we see, or there are reports coming out saying that he wants to propose his own league. Kyrie, okay, as crazy as people think Kyrie Irving is, I do not see Kyrie Irving saying that. And we even have a player of the Nets who would be in this group chat, Theo Pinson himself, saying this is false news. So it makes you question and wonder what is and what is not the truth that is being told about these talks and discussions going about? Because now I don't, I think it's getting to a point maybe to where they're going to just slowly, or just some people in the media just go slowly, just like, or it's not even slowly, because we've seen it happen before our eyes right now. Like I said, this literally just got released today, where we just going to see Kyrie Irving just become just the villain of the NBA, and they just try to make it seem like this guy is just crazy. And just out of his mind, which I'm not for. Because, like I said, he has a good reason for not wanting to play. But I think they should play and use their platform to speak on these issues going on with social injustice towards people that look like me. I think he should use the platform that he has, him and other players, which I think they will do. Especially with NBA being a predominantly black league with predominantly African-Americans in there, and NBA has been seen as a progressive league, even though we haven't seen some GMs speak for it or try to make any actions towards changing what's going on right now. We have seen the progress. Uh, I mean, we have seen the words of like Adam Silver and some other players. Some owners like Mark Cuban have come out and spoken in, in, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and everything going on. And even, like, you can't even point to Adam Silver because, like, when he first got appointed the commissioner of the league, that was when the whole Donald Sterling case happened. This man banned him instantly. Big power move for a first move out of silver. So it's it's pretty wild. Uh, I, like I said, honestly, I think I can see them. I mean, they like Adam Silver came out and said that if players choose not to come to play, then they won't be a breach of contract. There will be, apparently there will be some players. I mean, we don't know right now. Maybe some things to get solved between now and July 30th to change uh, everything that's going on. And these players will, all the players will come. And I don't, like I said, I don't even think Kyrie Irving is, is scheduled to come. I mean, he might, actually. I mean, he was, his, his, he had surgery in February. It's so about five months. Eh, no, no. He's a, they're, they're a 7C anyway, so it really wouldn't matter. I wouldn't come back around with them anyways. But it's – there will be an understanding, hopefully. I think there will be – I hope there will be uh, – I think there will be understanding between the two sides of Team LeBron and Team Kyrie. I'm just making that up. I mean, but basically that's how they're making it seem is like Kyrie versus 
LeBron and Kyrie leading the charge of saying, no, we don't want to play until all this stuff gets resolved. Because, like, he's, like I said, he's making a valid point, given that now going on, as I made a point in my last episode, with no sports really taking place besides golf starting back up and some other, and soccer going on, and there is not as much entertainment because now you see now I mean movie theaters are just now starting to open up but new movies ain't really coming out there's not a lot of focus on or a lot of distractions with different things going on they want the focus to still be on this movement going on because what we're seeing right now because let's let's face it the Black Lives Matter movement been going on for at least eight years right now since the whole Trayvon Martin uh, since the whole Trayvon Martin case took place when I was a freshman in high school like I remember that that's the one originally started. And you want to go back to the civil rights movement. You want to go back to just to even when we got back here, even when my people got to America in 1619. Like, there's been issues going on in the world for people that look like, or in this nation, for people that look like me for about 400 years. So, for them to say, I ain't going to lie, I just kind of lost my point. I'm just <laughs> Basically, what I'm just trying to say is, that Kyrie Irving is like oh I know what I'm saying Kyrie Irving is making a good point because he doesn't want to lose focus of what's going on right now because we're seeing the Black Lives Matter movement being taken on the front and center stage of the media and everybody's hauling in support from not even just this nation but from different countries and he doesn't want to lose focus of the Black Lives Matter movement and trying to bring change to the social injustice for people to look like me and him so like I said he makes a good point. And, and trying to bring attention to it But I think for him to lose money And for him to go about it To where the NBA shouldn't continue There is There could be a better way They can Like I said The players can go about talking About the issues Pre and post games Or they can like Take stands with the way they're dressed Just, They can still use their platform Because people are going to watch the NBA so with the people with that platform, they can use it to still bring awareness to the issues going on in this world. So, I mean, that's all I have to say about that right there. Um, another thing that's been going on, there was something that came out that several young players, mainly from the 2017 draft class, are asking for insurance protection from the NBA when the season resumes. Um, players of concern uh, include... Notable players, mainly like De'Aaron Fox, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Bam Adebayo, and Donovan Mitchell. And basically, they held a call with NBPA Executive Director Michelle Robert and Ron Kempler last Friday to discuss the matter in which they are they are afraid of being rushed back so quickly. And there is concern following the three-month layoff that they had of just an injury or that comes from the intensity of which they play because you got to think they are just playing eight games and they hopping straight into the playoffs and they got to do, I think they arrive to the campus on July 1st. So that whole three three to four week period of them just playing and rushing instantly into intense games, they want like an insurance plan to back it up. So with that being said, with these contract extensions for these players coming up, so say like if for Adonis Mitchell, who we can possibly see get a, a big major contract extension because if, he led his team to the playoffs two years in a row, especially as a rookie. Um, he was was he, he he was an all star this past year, was he not? He was he was an all star this past year. 
So he, we can see a player like him and a Bam Adebayo, who is also an All Star, and Jason Tatum, who is also an All Star. We can see those players getting like hundred million dollar contract extensions. So what that means is with this insurance plan that they're trying to get, it will be around five hundred thousand dollars for this insurance plan. So that or insurance policy, I should say, so they can go ahead and be protected from any type of injury during this shortened COVID season going forward. Which is all good and dandy. Makes sense. Uh, I don't think they've been cleared about it. There's been discussions about it. There hasn't been any reports to say that the NBA has fully agreed to this, but it's just been some concern and it's been brought up to the NBPA and it was going to be sent up to the NBA Board of Commissioners and maybe they'll agree to that soon. We'll report that. Um, now they're going to get to the end up and wrap up this short show. Trey Ball is going to be as long because there's not too many things going on. Uh, Magic Johnson has cleared for a documentary on his career to be released next year in 2021. Um, the documentary will entail the legendary Hall of Famer uh, career from beginning to end, even his entrepreneurial career that he took that he's living in right now currently. So, with that being said, one thing I want to say is, well, one thing I want to talk about is some things I want to see discussed in the documentary. So, there has been some crazy crazy stories that I've seen at least allegedly I don't it hasn't been tr- uh, completely confirmed at least from the players themselves of what took in place uh, in the Lakers arena the forum and the locker room during the 80s the forum club and how Magic Johnson was just running around because let's not forget the man the man has had AIDS or he still does have AIDS and he just has a cure for it, which is something else I want to know how this, how he's done this or how is he still alive and what, what kind of process does he go to? That's one thing I want to learn about in a documentary. Um, I want, like I said, I want to know the wild stories of what took in place during, during the Showtime Lakers era, because one is the eighties. Anything, anytime you watch anything about the 80s, you hear something crazy. I mean, you've watching the Last Dance documentary, Michael Jordan even talked about, he mentioned how crazy the locker room was for the Bulls. So, if Jordan was talking about Bulls team in the 80s that was irrelevant, what was going on in the locker room of a dynasty team in Los Angeles, California, with one of the craziest owners, smartest? God rest his soul, Dr. Jerry Buss, and just, it's L.A., like, it's, it's Los Angeles. I want to know what was going on. Maybe he'll tell what's, what happened during that time. I don't know, because there are some things, allegedly, that happened that took place or about Jordan during his career that we didn't see in the Last Dance documentary, so maybe it won't get talked about. But I'm intrigued. I just would like to know what went about in that locker room and the forum club and everything that was going on with Magic and this and that. So, I mean, I, I want to know as well. And I kind of seen a video with him and Maverick Carter talking about his entrepreneur rise and how Dr. Jerry Buss basically was talking to him and coaching him until he got to the point where we see Magic being where he is now. I want to see him talking about that. Uh, I want to see him maybe talk about some of his failed businesses because I'm... For some reason, I remember that was like a Magic Johnson movie theater. 
Uh, I don't even think I even exist anymore. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. That's that shows you. I, I should have researched that. But <laughs> I want to know something about that. Maybe. Mm. Documentary should be interesting though. Cause Max Johnson, he he's a player that I have seen even at the young age I am of twenty one. I have seen highlights of him and know how great he is. But as we see in the last dance documentary, like everybody knows who Michael Jordan is. We didn't really get an inside look into who that player, into who Michael Jordan was and what went on throughout his career. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to the documentary. I actually wrote a quick article about that on the Mix Magazine. Check it out. Just basically giving out a little details about the documentary itself. So, uh, yeah, this is it. <laughs> like I said, it, the show ain't going to be as long as it used to. I mean, I really don't have too much to talk about right now. So, yeah, this has been Trey Ball, your boy, Kendall K. I'm out for the day. Peace out.